to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I showcase small business owners. We chat about their stories, their journeys, their perspectives, their advice, how they got to where they are now. And I also do solo episodes where I share what's been on my mind and frameworks and tips and tricks to help accelerate you. Now with me today is Amanda, the founder and owner of Sometime in January. Amanda digitally draws designs that inspire her and express how she's feeling. She then sells her designs on various products such as crewnecks, cups, hats, etc. In this episode, she dives into her journey of finding her passion for graphic design and how she balances her full-time job with running her small business. Now, Amanda has a ton of advice for others who want to follow their passions. So after this episode, after you give it a listen, be sure to check out sometime in January. I'll have all her information in the description of this episode. Now, before we hear from Amanda, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcasts app. It takes about five seconds. You just go to the show, scroll down, hit that five-star button to give a rating. You can also follow us along on social media where I often post my drawings that are definitely not as good as Amanda's uh, and share updates about the show and episodes. It's all at Virtual Coffee Podcast. So you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, basically any social media. As always, I hope you have a great rest of your week whenever you're listening to this. Hope you had a great day. Hope you are having a great day. Hope you continue to have a great day. Uh, No life updates this time around. Really just working getting by on life. Uh, Life is good. Life is normal, which is how we want it. So again, thank you so much for listening and enjoy this episode. Now let's hear from Amanda. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course. I'm really looking forward to it. So tell our audience a bit about your business sometime in January, perhaps how it got started, what your mission is. Just introduce us to your business. Yeah. So I am the business owner of sometime in January. I think that just getting to this point of even having a business took me quite a bit to even figure out, you know, like what's important to me? What do I want to share with the world? What could I you know, just like, what are your core values kind of thing? And I think for me, the biggest thing is just making people feel less alone. There's this huge, crazy world. Everybody has so much going on with their lives, good and bad. And you just need to be uplifted and feel less alone in situations really Mm -hmm. is what I think that I personally struggle with that. And I feel like that's why I wanted to make this kind of about that and just, you know, know that people are always going through a similar situation and can relate, like you're not the only person in the world who's going through it. So it's just, I think that it's nice to have someone to look to and be like, oh, cool. Like they're going through the same situation. Like I can do this because they did it or, you know, like something like that. So that's just like the really big part of it, I guess. And Mm -hmm. then I think that it's also a little bit of like quirkiness and just (laughs) relatable kind of things with like, you know, I am obsessed with coffee, like I'm all about it. So I think a lot of my time I'm like, 
making my videos on Instagram and just using my no bad days cup and just chit chatting mm-hmm. with everybody, like saying how tired I am with the work week and, you know, all that stuff. I just, I want to present like the real side of my life, like just not even the real side, just like the real reality of my life. And yeah. I think that Instagram really just makes it a highlight reel. I mean, I say this all mm-hmm. the time too on my stories. It's such a highlight reel, but I try to keep it as real as possible. You know, I share my ups, my downs, and I even take a step back once in a while and be like, okay, I need to relax for a sec. This small business is not my entire life, although I love it. Like there's definitely more to life too. I love that message there. And it, it sounds like what what I'm hearing is that sometime in January is more than just selling products like it's a way to connect with your audience whether that's through Instagram through your products or through advice you're sharing or through your own story with that is sometime in January your full-time job or do you have um, another job on top of it yeah that's a really good question I feel like not a lot of people know that but it is just a side time thing that I do my full-time job is I'm a web designer for Victoria's Secret Pink so nice Yeah, it's definitely, it takes up a big chunk of my time and can for sure be a lot, but it's also really cool to just have that be my main focus and then be able to like, you know, dive into the things that I want to be doing at the end of the day. Like if I want to be doodling on my iPad and make a new product for like a winter collection or, you know, whatever it may be, I like to just have a separate thing for myself, a creative outlet, you know, so. Yeah, no, I can definitely relate to that because, you know, the podcast for me is just a side thing as well. How, I mean, I definitely want to go back to your products that you sell here in a bit, but how do you balance the full-time job and this side hustle? And I'm asking this really selfishly because I find it (laughs) sometimes so challenging. It's, I have all these ideas for the podcast and, I always forget to even just post on my Instagram story because throughout the day, I'm just doing my corporate job. You know, it's uh, like, how do you, I don't know, any tips and tricks there or. Yeah. 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 I would say, honestly, it's, it's hard. It's really, Mm -hmm. really, it can be a lot. It can be draining. And there are definitely days where I'm like, wow, I just want to quit everything and just lay (laughs) on the couch and do nothing. (laughs) But I think that the biggest thing that has helped me is working from home. I don't know if that's something that you do also, but just since working from home, I find my days end a little bit earlier, not, you know, because it takes out the commuting time and that would be, you know, a big chunk of time also. So it's like, I kind of got my night, my night routine back in a way. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I'll close my laptop and then I'll jump into sometime in January. But It's definitely not every day because, like I said, my full-time job can definitely be consuming and draining. And just like, you know, any other job that's nine to five, it can, you know, you're there there mentally and physically and you're like all in. And then you have to end your day and start another thing. And it's a lot. But Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's just that my passion is just designing and and I really really have a good time doodling like I find that it's my happy place and I think that since it just brings me so much joy it's not really that much of a chore you know even if I've had like a rough day at work or you know something in, in life or whatever I just find myself gravitating towards my iPad or like Illustrator or whatever program and 
I think that lettering helps me a lot because like anything that pops into my mind, which is why I also think that my products and like posts can be relatable because like I'll just write whatever I'm thinking right. and just share it. If I'm like, let's go back to bed. That's just like how I'm feeling or like your thoughts aren't everything. Like your thoughts aren't always true or like whatever. I don't know. Whatever my posts say, they're not always you know, mine, of course, I've looked around and saw like Pinterest quotes and stuff like that. But I think that if it means something to me, and, and I can make a post or drawing or doodling out of it, that helps me, you know, get through a situation. And it just brings me back to happiness, you know, so I think that the biggest thing is the balancing is hard. But I think that if it brings you happiness, and you have fun doing it, it makes it way easier. And Also, another thing that I'm trying to work on is doing time slots for things. I'm kind of all over the place in terms of sometimes I'll wake up early and do this, or sometimes I'll like work till 2 a.m. and do it, you know, (laughs) I'm kind of all over the place with it. But I've been trying to work a little bit better on that. Like, I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to do this for an hour and then I'll work out or I'll go outside or whatever I feel like doing after work. Because you also have to, you know, create a boundary of like, okay, I don't want to work 24 Mm seven. I have, you know, my family to hang out with. I have my friends to see, you know, it's hard, but I mean, I definitely have to work through that too. You're, you're not alone. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, I think those are great pieces of advice. Yeah. The time slots definitely helpful. I, I think it's even important. Like for me, I'll schedule, you know, date night with my husband. Right. So it doesn't, fall off the calendar and I think to some people that sounds crazy like you have to schedule a date night I'm like yeah because it's you know why does your calendar only have to be work things so just like finding the time and time blocking for really anything in your life and I also like your advice there on how lettering and sketching for you is something you love and then it also benefits your business so trying Mm -hmm. to find the parts of whether you're doing a podcast, running a side business, whatever it is, like what pieces of that do you love and really diving into that? I think that's that's very helpful. Yeah, it's just getting me to think what do I love to do in general and how can I apply that to my podcast? Yeah, exactly. Excellent. <laughs> so how did sometime in January like logistically come to be? Did you just, you know, wake up one day and you're like, oh, I want to start this business? Was it a long time coming, something you've always wanted to do and eventually just did it? Walk us through kind of almost the logistical steps of how sometime in January was launched. Yeah, I feel like this might be a long answer, but <laughs> sure, <laughs> bear with me. I never, ever, ever, ever thought of myself as like a business owner or wanted to be. And I honestly did not even know that I liked art or designing mm-hmm. until 2019. Okay. Yeah, 2019. You know, I went through college. I at first went for psychology. I went and changed my mind. I was like, you know what? That's definitely not for me. I really like filmmaking. Like, I want to be a film editor. So then I switched my major and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do like short films, like, you know, whatever. So graduate. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not sure this is for for me Uh either. You know, it's fun. It's cool. But I don't know if I want it to be my career. And at my first job with that, I did some light, light, light photo editing. And then once I decided film editing wasn't for me, I tried to find another job with photo editing. And then 
that job. I was able to do photo editing and some graphic design, like flyers and, and just like really basic stuff there. Um, but I was like, wow, making flyers is so fun. Like there's so much you could do with this. And, you know, what if I do not a flyer, but I can put my designs on something else. So that's kind of where the wheels started turning. And I honestly did not even fully understand what it meant to be a graphic designer, but I was like, this is cool. Like, you know, still trying to figure it out because I feel like it's so, so big. There's so many things that you can do. So I kind of became more interested with graphic design and just realized that like it was fun for me. And I was like, okay, I think I might want to go back to school and do do this for my career, see where mm-hmm. it brings me kind of thing. So then after that, I went back to this immersive program in Manhattan and it was a full-time thing for three months and it was okay. super intense, but super fun. And then you know, you graduate with your diploma, whatever. And it was a really, really great course, the best thing I could have done to get started. And I remember the end of the course, we had like this showcase kind of thing where you show your designs and like your portfolio and whatever. And they kind of suggested you get an iPad in order to show your portfolio. And I was like, an iPad, like what? That's so much money. I'm not getting that. <laughs> Am I gonna, I'm never going to use an iPad again. Like, I don't know anything about that. Like, I'll just bring my laptop. And then I was talking with one of my friends that I met at the school. And she was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have an iPad. It's the best thing ever. Like, because she was like such a talented artist, like so, so good and insanely good graphic designer also. And she was like, you should just get it. I feel like you would really like it. So I got it. And then I downloaded Procreate, which is yep. where I do like all my doodles and everything. And so this is like such a long winded answer. Wow. <laughs> no, I, I really like hearing the like the entire backstory. I think it's actually very helpful for people listening who um, might have something they want to do. So please keep going. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so So then I got the iPad, you know, like, great graduation ended. And I was like, all right, time for time to look for jobs, blah, 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 blah. job searching literally for, I think it was like six months. And I remember, this is just like a side, side little story too. Like, I remember the teacher saying like, oh, so many people get jobs like right after this. And I was like, okay, like, I'm really optimistic about this. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a really great program and it was like it really I have nothing bad to say about it at all but I didn't get so I started to see and hear like my friends getting offers from different places and stuff and interviews and I was like oh man like this is not happening for me like maybe this isn't maybe I didn't do good maybe my portfolio sucks like maybe this is just not you know all of those like doubts and just all that bad stuff comes through so in the meantime, I started, actually, I think a lot, a lot of people don't know this, but I started to try to figure out whether I would want to do like freelancing on the side, just, you know, so I can make some money and whatever. And so I started making these wedding newsletters where it would be like, <laughs> you know, kind of like to give out at the church or or yeah. the reception or whatever, just like pictures and like the background story of the couple and blah, blah, blah. So I started making that and I went back to that because I actually I made one for my sister the year before I started 
the design school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like, as I was like, okay, I'm not getting jobs. Like maybe I can go back into this. And I was like, oh, I, maybe I could sell like wedding newsletters. That would be cool. Like maybe it could be custom, whatever. So I started working on that a little bit. And then I had some interviews, nothing really worked out. And then I started my Etsy shop first and I was like, okay, newsletters and selling newsletters. And I don't know if I, I don't really know what the intention was with that. I think I was just trying to like find anything at that point to be Mm -hmm. like, maybe it could be this, maybe it couldn't, I don't know. Let's see where it goes. So yeah, I, I did that. And then I finally got offered a job for pink, but I couldn't start because I was getting foot surgery. So like, they were like, all right, we'll, we'll push your start date out a month and you okay. can like heal and whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do for a month? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I have my iPad. Like I was starting to draw a little bit, but like nothing major. And then I started to see people. Oh, and at that point, I also created an Instagram for my graphic design stuff, like for my portfolio and everything. And I was like, all right, well, I see people on Instagram doing, um, inktober or or okay those just drawing prompts you know it's like halloween ones winter ones whatever so it started to be like fall themed ones and i was like okay i have nothing but time on my hands now like waiting for my foot to heal i have nothing to do Mm -hmm. let me pick up my ipad and start doing this so like every day i tried to start doing two drawings a day and let me tell you i am not (laughs) at all Uh, Like, I was not a good drawer at all. I go back sometimes and look at my very first things. I'm like, oh, gosh. I I mean, why? Why did I think (laughs) it was just, you know, I I cringe looking at it. But at the same time, I'm like, I had to start somewhere. Like, you know, it's all a learning process. So, yeah, I think that was basically, like, the first bit getting started with my Instagram and drawing and realizing, like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. And then, you know, after I would post, I would post it to my, in, or, you know, draw, I would post it to my Instagram and I would say, okay, day two of Inktober or whatever it was and use like hashtags and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I would like look through them. And then I honestly don't remember how I came across small business owners, but like, I guess I started seeing people post their products and drawings and stuff like that. And it was all very new to me. I was like, what is this world? Like, what is this community? It seems like so amazing and supportive and just so cool. I want to do this. Yeah. So then I just started following a lot of people and being inspired and stuff. So like once the prompt part was over, I really kind of just like dove into doing more of my own drawings and doodling and like whatever came to my mind. And I remember being like, well, how did everybody get started? Like what, how do they know what they want to do? And I think that that took me a while to get to what I was saying earlier, like, what is important to you? Like, what would you want to share with the world? And I think it's it's really, really hard to, you know, because it's like, for me, I love my family. I love my friends. But then it's like, okay, you got to dig a little deeper here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it took me a while because then I also was like, well, what's my style? Like, how do I develop a style? And I don't know if I even really have one to this day. I think I just try to do whatever I feel in that moment. And I think that the main thing for me is just like how I'm feeling and 
let's share that with the world. Like, let's yeah. make people feel less alone and make me feel less alone and all that good stuff. But yeah, I never, ever thought I would want to be a small business owner. Like, I definitely was not a, what should, how should I put this? Like, I guess <laughs> motivated person at all. Like, I was very, you know, even in school, I was very like, Mm, this is fine. Like I'm getting through it. You know, it definitely wasn't like the best student, et cetera, et cetera. But then like, yeah, I think once I started to see people post their artwork and then turn that artwork into products and people buy that, I was like, wow, that's something that I think that I could do. That's something that seems really cool to me. So yeah, I think that that was really the start of it. Mm -hmm. It's very inspiring. And I really do appreciate you taking us through the whole story because I think it's so easy. And to what you said way earlier about Instagram just being a highlight reel, it's so easy to see these awesome businesses that come about. It's like, I can never do that. You know, how how do they do that? How do they get such a big following? How do they have such a loyal audience and awesome products? And it's, well, they got there, but it was a ton of figuring out what you want to do and trying this, this didn't work out, or this isn't what I'm passionate about. And let's try this and stumbling upon the Inktober things you were saying, you know, it's everyone's journey is different. And it's most of them are quite long journeys and taking Mm -hmm. multiple steps and multiple paths until you figure out the one that really sticks. I think it's a lot of trial and error. Like, right. That's what it is. And I mean, maybe not for everybody. Some people are like, this is what I want to do. And I'm doing this for the rest of my life. And amazing if that's your case. But like, I think for a lot of people, it's like, wait, what am I doing? Do I want to do this forever? And then it's like going down this lane, trying that, doing this, you know, just a lot of trial and error. And I think that another thing is like TikTok and Instagram can be really I don't, I don't know if I should say toxic. I feel like that's a very strong word, but like, it's hard. They really can get inside your head. And I think that, you know, I know some small business owners who are used to share just art and like posts with just like quotes and and lettering and, and illustrations, stuff like that. And they're like, okay, I know that I got a lot of followers from this. You know, these are like the bigger, bigger accounts. And then they try to change it mm-hmm. and, you know, start because they're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Let me try switching it up and I'll try to do like be a blogger or, you know, like post more pictures of myself and my life. And I'm not just an art account. Like I want to share what, you know, like people want to share about themselves. So mm-hmm. I've, I've seen and heard a little bit about that from people too, like, Cause you get big with one thing and then you're like, hold on, I don't think I want to do this. I think I want to do that. And then you lose followers. But I think like ultimately whatever is going to make you happy, whatever you want to do, do that. You know, Mm -hmm. like if you're going to lose a couple followers or thousands or whatever the case is, but it's not bringing you happiness doing that thing. I don't know. I just feel like you got to take care of yourself and do what's best for you. I agree. Yeah. And if you only follow what the trends are, what others are doing, to your point, like you lose the core of who you are, even if who you are changes, right? And one day you're an art account, the next day you share a selfie or a picture of your dogs, like, yeah, share what makes you happy. And I know if it is your full time business, and that's your only source of income, 
of course you have to take into account like marketing and you right there are things you have to take into account strategy wise but ultimately just staying to like why you started this I think will take you further even if it's a slower path at first yeah because doing what makes you happy I I really do think shines through even in an Instagram post agreed I totally totally agree lots of great advice and perspectives there so as you were starting sometime in January how did you I'm always curious with businesses that you know how you sketch out all your art and then say put it on a sweatshirt or put it on a mug or a glass how do you do that like do you have those machines at home or do you send your sketches to somewhere and they do that like what is that process like and how did you figure that out oh my gosh it's actually really funny you say that because when I first started I was like having meltdowns every day because I'm like how does anybody do this nobody's telling anything and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with starting too I mean if anybody were to ask me I would tell them right up front I'm like you know use this or that and try this. And I don't know, I think that a lot of people don't want to see you do better than them, which is why they don't share like, this is what I do. But for me, I will start sketching on my iPad, and then I'll bring it to the computer and vectorize it so that like, if I want to make it a really big print, or put it on like a big, you know, like any kind of product, however big it gets, it can just stay that quality and not get blurry or pixelated or whatever. And then from there, once I kind of like dug through different websites and like on Instagram searching, seeing if anybody would recommend like certain places or whatever, I've outsourced, I've used Printful, oh, Custom Ink. That was the very, very first website I used to outsource, but I had no idea what I was doing, like literally (laughs) zero idea. And I just wasn't really happy with I don't want to like throw anything under the bus because I know that, you know, everybody gets different things. Maybe it was just like wrong or whatever, but I wanted to try just like, you know, different places, different things, whatever, see what I like the best. So I used them once and then I was like, all right, let me try another place. And then I used Printful, which they have all apparel, they have mugs, they have phone cases, tote bags, anything that you can put your artwork on, they have basically. But the problem that I found with that is that it's just expensive because Mm. um, last winter I had beanies and, um, you know, I got them embroidered and I was like, all right, this is so cute. Love this idea. Like, it's going to be great. But then, you know, I go to checkout and I'm like, oh God, like how much am I going to have to sell these for? Like, are people going to buy that? So, after I did that a couple times, I was like, this is not working. Like, yeah, I have my full-time job, thankfully, to, like, support me, and I can, like, take money from that and whatever. But it's just too much. If I'm starting this business, I need to figure out something better. Like, it can't be this expensive. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're good for, you know, like, smaller things and, and just, like, smaller things, I guess. But actually, I think it was on TikTok. I saw some people starting to screen print their own products, like their artwork onto t-shirts and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, literally no idea what I'm doing, but let me just dive on into it. I was like seeing people get crickets and sticker paper Mm -hmm. and printers and, you know, like all of those things. So I was like, okay, literally I made a whole list of like a bunch of videos I saw and like all the different sticker paper people recommended and like each cricket people recommended. And then 
I did my research on like which one I thought would be best for me because they have different crickets and stuff like that. Yep. So once I kind of put together a list of like what I thought I would needed to make anything cheaper for myself, I ordered it online. I remember I went to Michael's and I watched a lot of videos of screen printing because I was like, I don't understand how this is doable. Like how do people yeah. do this? Even I'm not even kidding. I think I watched like 20 videos like of different people screen printing. I'm like, I don't know why I can't wrap my head around how, how they do it. And the very first time, I think I might have a video of me doing it because I was like, I'm going to mess this up. Like, it's going to be so bad. <laughs> but I, I think it was like, I, yeah, yeah. I use my Cricut and then you have to like put that onto a screen and get like special screen printing ink. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a long process. I'm like, I did that for, I think, all of my winter apparel and it works out. I just, I feel like it was a lot for me because I also had my full-time job. So I was like, okay, I need to screen print all of these after work. And even on the weekends, I was like, it's so time consuming and I don't want to be doing this. So I was like, ugh, I don't know. Yes, it's cheaper, but it saves me time. Because the thing is, I'm not a screen printer person. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not a professional in that way at all. Like I have no idea what I'm doing still. Like if I were to do it right now, I'm sure it could come out okay. But, you know, I would want, like, if people are going to buy my products, I want them to be the best quality they can be, not just me being like, okay, this is good enough next. So exactly, yeah. And a way to save is to, I guess, do it yourself. I know a lot of people do print stickers themselves and stuff like that. But I think that for me right now, like, as I still have my full-time job, I, I think it's just easier for me to outsource even if it is a little bit more expensive it just saves me the time and it's you know a professional doing it instead of me trying to figure it out so Mm -hmm. it goes also back to what matters to you and for you right now the time given back by outsourcing it is right now more important than doing it cheaper like that's what's working for you so I think that's very helpful because yeah I just I always see any type of small business I'm like how did they figure that out like how what way did they go like are they doing this all in their house and yeah it sounds like there's different options for different people and and what works for you and it's just finding yeah what works best for you right now and who knows, maybe that'll change in a year or six months, but. Oh yeah, I'm sure it will. That's like, it's funny. Like I'm still at home, like in my basement and like, that's where I was screen printing and like doing all that stuff. I'm like, I don't even have space for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know what anybody, I, I have an idea of like what other people do. I think that it is a lot of people do. It's like a heat press kind of thing. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I like the big like square yeah 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 like push it down yeah yes I forgot what it's called but that and I was like Mm -hmm. okay maybe that's something that I could look into because that doesn't seem that bad but you know for now this is what I feel like Mm -hmm. what you said like this works best for me for now and we'll just see where where this takes me (laughs) yeah exactly exactly no I think I think that makes sense and I think if there's advice there it's do the research and then go back to your core values that we keep talking about and decide what's the best path for you. For sure. I think that's like the biggest thing, like the next biggest thing is 
do your research. I know right. not many people ask me like, what, how did you do this? Or how did you do like a couple of people have, but I think, you know, I'm still like a smaller account, but mm-hmm. a smaller business also, I should say. But I know that like the bigger businesses and whatever, like they're like, you know, it, I took my time to research. Like, I'm not just going to give you every single answer, like, which I get, but I don't get at the same time. But I will say, yeah, like doing your research is beneficial to you. You know, you have to figure out what is going to work best for you and like the tools that you have and stuff like that. It's just good to know. So, yeah, definitely research, research, research. Yep. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there on the research. <laughs> Excellent. Now, you've brought up some of your products as we've been talking, but give our, you know, those listening, if they were to go to your shop, like what types of products can they expect? Kind of give us a teaser. And I know when I look at your feed, I love the no bad days. Would you call it a mug or do you call it like a, a cup? I say it's a cup. Okay, yeah. yeah. I just think it's so cute. And like the shape of that cup just looks so, it's so pleasing. I love it. So that, oh that's God, my favorite you. one. <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah. Us, tell us about some of the other ones. Um. Okay. So uh, yes, we have the No Bad Days cup. And then I also put that design on a sweatshirt for the summer. I feel like I sell mostly apparel as of right now. I do want to like branch out a bit, but It's taking a little bit longer for me to figure out, but it's okay. But for now, I have a lot of crew necks. I have t-shirts. Oh, I love this one. This was one of my favorite ones. I have the red crew neck that says, "Uh uh-huh, honey. And (laughs) I originally designed that one for, I was going to say Thanksgiving, not Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because I just thought it was like a cute little girly thing. Maybe it's not necessarily like, quote unquote, relatable but I did think that it was a cute design that felt like very me I love that one I still have a couple of those left and then I have beanies for the winter I don't know if I said that already and then I have wine glasses that say drinks well with others (laughs) I did have magnets at one point but I decided I'm not sure if I want to sell those anymore and then I also have been toying (laughs) with the idea of bringing back art prints so Uh, yeah because I think that a lot of my Instagram feed is like I've been saying you know a lot of lettering and yeah sure it can go on a product or this or that but I think that sometimes it would be cute to just have as a print that you could put in in your room in the living room in your cubicle wherever you may be just because you know I really love doing that and I think that they can make cute pieces and the weekly planner that's why okay that is actually one of my favorites too, just because I think that it's so cute. It's colorful, helps mm-hmm. you stay organized. And I said this, I think I had a reel about it maybe at one point, but my intention with it was to kind of lessen, anxi- lessen your anxiety because I think that oftentimes I think ahead to a week and I'm like, oh God, like I have so much going on. And then like if a bad thing happens that day or that week, I'm like, oh my God, like it just stays in my head and I can't like kind of get out of it sometimes yeah so I developed this mentality before bed kind of that's like all right well what were all the good things that happened that day and think of at least three right now or at the very least think of one good thing that happened that day so 
that kind of makes me like calm down and like change my perspective right before I go to bed because I think that's when I'm most anxious. So I wanted to incorporate that part into a planner to help you, you know, stay on track and just like lessen anxiety if possible. So I, the top part of the planner is like, what can I do to make this week great? So you're kind of like going into the week with, okay, I'm going to definitely do something to help myself out and like be there for myself. And then the other question is one, what was one good moment from last week? So you're kind of reflecting, but also it's like forcing you to think of more positive things too. So it's funny because sometimes I'm like, oh, was there anything good? But I'm like, oh my God, I'm being so dramatic. There were like (laughs) 5,000 things that were really good that day. Right, right. But yeah, I think that's why I like that product too, because it really does mean a lot to me and, you know, helps you shift your mindset a little bit. I like that extra, like deeper meaning behind the products. I think that makes it very nice. Like, yeah, yeah, I think that's like so funny too, because sometimes again, me just like looking at other people's businesses and Mm -hmm. stuff, I'm like, I wonder what they were thinking behind this. Like, is there a meaning at all? Like sometimes I'm like, I feel like they're there has to be a meaning, but I have no idea what it would be. That's right. why I do like to make it apparent to people that like, this is why I made this. And this is why, you know, like, for instance, the Aha uh-huh Honey crew neck really doesn't have a meaning. You know, I just thought it was girly and cute. But for the most part, I try to make everything else relatable and just just <laughs> suppress that anxiety, get rid of it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. Yeah, it's like understanding what almost you would want personally from a product and then making it. And like that goes again back to just being who you are and staying to your why and to your core and others are going to feel that way, right? It's certainly not mm-hmm. everyone, but there's going to be so many people who can relate to that and are going through something similar who can benefit from the product you're producing. So yeah, yeah. I think that's great. Excellent. And where do you ship? Are you able to ship uh, internationally, just in the United States, just locally? So right now I just am doing the United States. Okay. I want to also branch out but for now, <laughs> United <Yeah>. States. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment in and of itself. I'm sure that was a interesting process to figure out too, or you know how that. Oh gosh, works. yeah. <laughs> Shipping, I was like, oh, I have no idea what I'm like. Everything, right. everything was a big question mark. I was like, oh, I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but you figure it out, right, through research yeah. and yeah, yeah, one one step at a time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Where are you hoping to? take some time in January? Like, is it a goal of yours to make that full time eventually? Or for now, just kind of going with the flow, see where it ends up, kind of balancing both jobs? Do you have a set plan or more figuring it out as it as time goes along? Good question. I go back and forth. I okay. think that I am a pretty indecisive person most of the time. And I can see myself doing this or that. I'm just interested in a lot of different things, which is why I think it's changed so many times. But I think that, you know, I've had a dream of like, opening a store with sometime in January and like have all my products in there and just like, decorating it so cute and like, actually have like customers in person. And you know, I think that would be so cool. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, is the future of like business online, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So 
I go back and forth with that. But I think for the most part, I'm kind of just like going with the flow just because it is hard to like give my full attention to this business all the time just because that's like not the reality of the situation. Like I'm very much so juggling between the two of my jobs. So yeah, I don't know. I have like hopes and ideas and like dreams with it. But I think that it really is just going to be for now. It's just like sitting in the back of my head for now and just kind of chug yeah. along and do what I want to do, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no. And I think that's definitely smart. And just to kind of yeah, really go with the flow and like as opportunities come, deciding if you want to go that route or not. And yeah, I, I think that's a, a great path to take. My last question that I end all my episodes with is <laughs> in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And it can be related to sometime in January or on a completely different topic that we didn't even talk about. Just kind of that first thing that comes to mind as your current proudest accomplishment. That one is a tough one, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is funny because I feel like it should be an easy one. <laughs> sure, but <yeah. laughs> I think this might be be like a weird answer but I think that I'm like just most right now yeah. most proud of figuring out what I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I'm just following that path and journey and dream for myself it, it's funny like my dad always says this he's like you know a lot of people don't have the courage to do what you're doing not necessarily like me specifically but just people in general like people are like oh that sounds so cool I wish I could do that and then they never do it you know so it's kind of like a lot of talk but yeah I kind of like have always had those words in the back of my head with this business is that like wow this was an idea this was something that I had no idea how to do what to do but I figured it out and I'm still doing it. And that's freaking cool. Like that's an accomplishment in itself. So I feel like that if as like small as that is, it's just like following so cheesy, but like following your, your heart in a way. No, I think that's a incredible accomplishment and something that sometimes people never figure out or never are brave enough to try or pursue. So uh, yeah, again, congratulations on, all the success you've had so far, both in your personal life and with your, you know, more corporate job and as, as well as with sometime in January, I think it's all incredible. Oh my gosh. Thank you so, so <laughs> much. You're so kind. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. And thank you so much for being on virtual coffee. You know, before we sign off, where can people find you and sometime in January, social medias, your website, shout them all out. Oh yeah. Okay. So the website is sometime in January.com. And then Instagram is also just at sometime in January. And that's all I've got for now. (laughs) Perfect. That makes it easy to find you. I know. (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for having me. 